Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Positively You podcast. Today, my guest is my friend, Emily Blodgett, and I am so excited to have her. You might not know her by that name. You probably know her as the bus stop mama. And if you don't head over to Instagram right now and look her up because it is going to brighten your day. Emily, hi, thanks so much for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. So Emily, for those people who don't know you or what bus stop mama is, they're listening to that. They're like the bus stop mama. What does that even mean? What do you do? What is that? I dress up every day at my kid's bus stop. So just it's kind of just like a fun way to, to welcome them home and make them smile and just give them something to look forward to after a long school day and, and just put a smile on their face when they get here. I love it. When did you start doing this? So it started three and a half years ago. Um, it's funny. I, I had been to the store with my daughter and she'd seen this giant unicorn head and she was so young that she's in preschool. And so this thing was like half the size that she was and she put it on. I swear it went down to her waist, but, uh, but she put it on. And, and so I wore it when I picked her up from preschool that day, just to be funny, it made her laugh. And, and so then I thought I'm going to wear it when the kids come home too. And, and so I did. And, and then I posted this video on Facebook and people just went crazy and they were like, do another. And so I did. And it just kind of kept going from there. Oh my gosh. So three years ago, a unicorn head randomly appears in your life. And now this is what you do. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. How old? So your little girl was in preschool. How old were your kids when you started? Oh, that's a lot of thought. Okay. They were, or how old are they now? I guess if that's easier. Yeah. No, well, I think my oldest was in sixth grade. So then it would have been sixth and third and second and preschool. And so, so now they're second fifth, sixth and ninth grade. Okay. So every day at the bus stop, do you do this every single day? Just about, I haven't been as consistent the last couple of months because our bus has been, it's, we've had the struggle bus, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the, the bus has been coming late. And, um, just because there's just a bus driver shortage right now. And so I've been picking them up a lot because it was cold, but now that mm. it's warmer, I'm like, no, 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 no. You stay there. I'm doing a bus stop. I'm I have things to do at the bus stop. Uh, I love it. These are important. It was that is. That is really impressive, especially because I've seen some of the costumes that you do and they can be elaborate. Like what I want to know top five, what are your top five favorite costumes that you've done? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. Um, my Cinco de Mayo is definitely in the top five. Okay. I made a, it's a, looks like a pinata dress. Um, a lot of people make out of crepe paper and that was way too much work. So I just made it out of felt. Um, okay. So I've got the pinata dress. I did elf on the shelf kind of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, although I have some days that are better, that are like favorites above others, but, um, so I have on the shelf and then I did do the perfect parrot one day that is still in the all time favorites <laughs> because I was like, so June Cleaver and it was perfect. And Oh, it was so funny. It was so over the top. Nobody's like that when their kids come. I mean, maybe some people are, I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm not. Come <laughs> um, gosh, I'm trying to think at this edit my thinking. 
Um, you should have to, because I said that. <laughs> oh, I did. There's one I did like not too long ago that I was like, this is definitely like top five. Like it was so funny. And I, for the life of me, cannot think of what it is. That's, That's terrible. I love to do a jazz bear costume. That was a really good one. Jazz bear. Did yeah. he, did he get wind of that at all? He did actually, he commented on it. He really? Me a message. I was like, yes, this is the best. I'm coming for your job. That's awesome. I loved the Chick-fil-A dress that you did. <gasps> oh, thank you. That one, I mean, that, that is definitely one of the top five. Not saying that like we frequent the Chick-fil-A a lot, but we do. And so that one, touched, we do. Obviously. <laughs> that one touched very close to me. Um, where do you get your ideas for the bus stop and like how much time and effort do you put into that? Cause I, yeah, the Chick-fil-A dress, the Cinco de Mayo, like these are not just like, I'm super impressed. Thank you. You know, here's what's so funny about it is it's like, like, I literally can't help myself. It's that like, you know, you, it's like, if I tell you to look out for yellow cars today, you're going to start seeing yellow cars. Mm. And I think that's what happens with me. And, and I've got ADHD, which is one of my favorite things about myself. And so everywhere I go, I'm like, I've always got the bus stop in the back of my mind. Cause I'm like, how can I make the kids laugh today? What's going to be funny. What is the national, what's the, the national random Oreo day? Like, you know, what is it today? And, yeah. and there's always something for every day and some are, some are easier than others to do a costume for. And, and so if I'm, kind of low on ideas. I do that, but I actually have a file on my phone that has, oh, it's probably 75 bus stop ideas. Yes. And I'm just constantly refreshing it and using them. And, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just everywhere I look, I see something and I think, okay, how can I turn that into a costume and, and how can I make this ridiculous? And that's kind of the goal is how can I make this ridiculous? And sometimes with what I have, and other times, like I'll, I'll spend some money on it. But then my husband says I exceed my budget for it, like literally every month because <laughs> by usually like the third day of the month, he's like, what are you going for this month? <laughs> I love it. You're like, this is my thing. This is my passion is. and what I love. And you know what? I think like, I'm so happy that you have found this because we all have these talents inside of us that mm-hmm. are our unique way of like brightening the world. And I don't think. I don't know. We have like these paper things of like a checklist of like the quote unquote normal and like standard talents Mm -hmm. or ways we contribute to the world. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that dressing up at a bus stop is usually on those lists per se, but that's why I love it so much because it is so unique and it is bringing so much joy. Like I'm sure your kids love it because if they didn't, I don't think you'd be out there three years later still doing this every day definitely I would not they actually my son said the sweetest thing to me the other day and he said you know some of the kids are kind of asking when you're going to do a bus stop again I'm like well stop asking me to pick you up you have to wait at the school for me to do it but he just but I when when he said it I asked him I'm like do you do you like it when I do it he's like I really miss it and he's in fifth grade and so you think that's the age that he'd start being like I'm too cool for this and and but he really still loves it too and that it just meant the world to me but they do they love it they love helping me with ideas. They love helping come up with ideas. Oh, top five. Why? My giant tutu. Oh, yes. Sorry. We're back. Okay. (laughs) There we go. Go team. (laughs) No, that because I think so often, you know, as our kids get older and get into like those teenage years, there's kind of this narrative that I'm not a huge fan of, of 
they don't like us as parents and they're embarrassed of us Mm -hmm. and like all of this stuff. And so I really love that the narrative that you've done here is kind of flipped the script. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure if it was something where your kids were like, oh my gosh, my mom's out there again. And they were like hiding that you wouldn't keep doing that. But instead it's become this thing like, oh my gosh, I'm just like imagining in the future when your kids are telling their kids about the things that their mom used to do. And like, what a fun legacy and a fun story that this gets to be for them. You know, like, I'm just like imagining, I'm not going to try gonna to make you cry. cry. <laughs> you are not doing this. It's okay, I cry. I, um, my goal is to make all yeah. of my guests cry at some point. <laughs> I'm an easy target. I've been a very easy target. Um, but you know, like, I think yeah. it, things like that are so much bigger in, Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things than we sometimes think. And so I'm so happy that I'm like touching a nerve with you because I want you to know that what you're doing is not just silly. It really is important. And it really is like your unique gift. I couldn't do it. I, my son (laughs) asked me to sew a little rip on the seam of his sweatpants today. And I was like, yeah, bud, sorry. Like, <laughs> Girl, I'll help you. Like, Mom. Let's get together. I'll help you. It's easy. Like, like I got to start machine. We're good. You know, well, and that's one thing that I, I just want people to remember that what I do is it's not for everybody. Like, listen, my husband would rather die than go stand out on the bus stop. Although I will say he has done it a few times and, but, but it's taken a couple of years before he finally felt comfortable to do that. It's just not his way that he likes to shine. I like to, to tell everyone to let your light shine because don't worry about what I'm doing and don't worry. I'm not comparing myself to you. Don't compare yourself to me. Like, mm-hmm. like if we want to compare, because we always compare like our faults to somebody else's like the, the, their best things. And, and you can't do that because I mean, I could show you around my house and, and it's, I will, I will go figure out a costume long before I will go clean for fun, you know? And so, but we've all got something that that's, that's fun and exciting to us and, and things we're passionate about. I'm passionate about my kids knowing that I love them and this speaks to them, but it might not speak to your kids or someone else's kids. And so we can, if we all just worry about ourselves really, and, and if we just let our light shine in our own way, I bet, you know, well, you're just a great friend and you're, you're easy to talk to and you tell people's stories and and you're organized. And oh. I mean, I can tell you, uh, not, you seem very organized to me. So see, that's my outside perspective is that I look at you, I'm like, look at you, you do this podcast and you do these things and you've got, got things together. And so I think we all just look at each other from such different perspectives. And if we just step back and realize we're all just doing our best and they all look very different and that's fantastic. Yeah. And just let your light shine. And honestly, if everyone's light was the same and the way we loved people was the same, it would be, we'd be back to black and white TV and nobody wants that. Like we are like 4d HD, whatever all of those things are. And, and that's what makes this world so beautiful and vibrant is everybody's differences and the different light they bring to the world. Oh, mic drop. Amen. Amen. Like, (laughs) and I love even the thought when you're going to like the perspective of how we see other people and comparing ourselves, like our weaknesses to their strengths. I think if we can get more in that mindset of just admiring, like, instead of comparing, like, like what I just said, you're amazing at this and I can leave it at that. I don't have to say, and Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm, or try to like build myself up or find where I'm good. I think if we can just leave it at just straight, like admiration, like, wow, that's really cool that she does that. And that's her talent end of story. 
And if we can even do that to ourselves too, just letting Mm -hmm. our light shine and then acknowledging the light in others, like what a vibrant, beautiful world we live in. I totally agree with you. You know, as you're saying that I'm thinking about some friends that I've met because of the bus stop, they, they saw my page and they're like, we, they, we have this other hashtag. It's uh, bus stop costumes United. And, um, there's six of us don't ask me. Um, but there's, there's several of us that do it and they're, they're all across the country. And these ladies have been doing it for, for longer than I have. I didn't know about them. Hmm. And, um, and they, they do it all through October, but they only do it in October. And, um, and it's interesting because I look at them like I, I watch them and I watch what they do. And, and I'm like, how do they put so much into this? We're all doing the bus stop, but theirs are, theirs are different from mine. Granted, I'm doing it more throughout the year and they concentrate all their efforts to one month. And so it's easier. I think, I think when I'm finally going to back down from this, I'll just go like, let's just do October and Christmas. Like, let's just do those two. And, and yeah. it is easier to kind of put everything into it for a short period of time. And, but it's easy for me to compare myself to someone who's doing the same thing. And I just think, I love that they do that and I'm stealing that idea. And you know, it is just great. It's just, we're all, even when we're doing the same thing, we're doing it differently. And both are, both things are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love, you know, coming back to the point, your son telling you like, Hey, the kids are asking me about this. And that's just the feedback that you're hearing. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. feedback that's being thought in heads and not being said about what they feel about it and, and the difference that it's making. And even just like, you don't know a parent who's maybe driving by and sees you and just gets a little like chuckle or a smile on their face or Mm -hmm. someone's had a real bad day at school. And like that just brightens it. It's just a little spot. Like you don't even know the difference that that's making. And I think with all of us, like we don't know the difference that we're making in the lives of people around us. And so Mm -hmm it just comes back to what you said, like, let your light shine because a lot of times we do get the feedback and we do get to know. And like, right now I'm just like pouring into you and like letting you know all of this, Please, but so often we don't. And I think that's when we can start like doubting ourselves and wondering if we're even making a difference in the world. And like, to you listening, I just want to let you know, like you are making a profound Mm -hmm. impact in the world, whatever it is that you do. And if you feel something to do and you might think it's silly, like, I'm sure you have thoughts, Emily, like, this is dumb. Why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Cause we all do. I'm I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying, I even do it with like, with this podcast, why am I even doing this? No one cares. I know that when we pour into others and we use the talents and the things that are unique to us, we make a huge difference. Okay. That I relate to, you know, when I hear, uh, I see people like, you know, business people and, and they are like telling me all these things. I'm like, but you don't understand the things I struggle with. And then I finally found someone. Do you follow Shalene Johnson? Like Mm -hmm. that woman, like I am telling you, we are long lost BFFs. I love her. Like we need to be best friends. Also, we have earrings that are almost identical (laughs) and they're kind of random. And so like, it just made my whole day. Um, but like I follow her and I'm like, Oh, okay. She's like this gajillionaire. I can go be successful, even though like in her ADD is very, very similar to mine. And I'm like, I just feel seen and understood. I think when people feel seen and understood, then they just relax a little and they're like, okay. It's like validation for the thoughts they have about themselves. And, and they're like, well, I want to do this, but I think people are going to think these things about me, but they actually think amazing things about you. And they're so grateful to you. And, And I have times, I think one gift that people have is that 
let's follow through because they have a thought about someone and they, they, they hear this, like, oh, I should call this person. And then they do it. And I've had times where people have called me and, and I didn't realize I needed it. And then I'm like, it just like breaks me down to tears. And I'm like, what made you call me? Like, I don't know. I just thought about you. And I thought I'm going to call. And, and that's such a gift to people. And so here I am on a stage and, you know, I've made a bigger scene about this, but, but what are you, but what are you, what are you people? That's what I was going to say, but what are you doing? And, and all of us, we're all doing something on these small stages that nobody ever sees. Mm-hmm. And I think those things honestly make a bigger difference than what I'm doing by leaps and bounds, because you're touching someone personally and, and literally changing their lives and, and helping them. And you're, you're assisting them in ways that, that you only know about because of those really close personal connections. Yeah. Well, and I think that that touches on a point of, you know, bringing it back to your whole point of letting your light shine. If we all showed up the same way, we wouldn't be reaching everybody, you know? And so I think that that's important to recognize too, is that, yeah, we're going to show up and, and be supportive to people in our own ways. Like someone might be a really good listener and that's what I need, or I might need just a good laugh or like, I might need someone to like beat the crap out of me in a workout and just like, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's all these different things of where people meet us and where they help. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. important in knowing that because it can be easy to be like, well, they're making a big difference or they're on this big stage, making this difference. And I, I think knowing that those smaller stage moments Mm-hmm. matter just as much, if not more. Cause I do think yeah. that it's the small things and the consistent things mm-hmm. that go unnoticed that make the bigger difference in our life. They really do. Isn't that like the best feeling to just feel seen and to feel like that someone knows you're there yeah. and that even if you don't talk every day that you're just like, Hey, I know we don't talk all the time, but I think about you. I just want you to know, I love you. The end that that's it. And that makes such a big difference. And, and I also think it's funny to me because I'm, I'm always you know, asking friends, Hey, do you want to come to the bus stop? And, and I have friends that will come and they love it. And others that are like, no, I will come and help you, but I do not want to be on camera. And I think I like, that's the boring stuff. Like come do the, this is the fun stuff. Like yeah. obviously things like you, <laughs> that's the boring stuff. And you know, not everybody has the same interest. And that, that was actually took me a while to be like, why wouldn't you want to come be on stage? And, and I took it personally, like, they don't want to come and be with me. Are they embarrassed by me? Are they, you know, I thought of all of these things that it meant and all it meant was they don't like being on camera. That's mm. it. And, but they're, but people are great to be supportive in other ways. And, and, you know, we all have a different role. Not everyone can be on stage. Yeah. Like, thankfully not everyone wants to. Yeah, exactly. I think that opens up another interesting thought too, about the things that we like think other people are thinking, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Like they don't want to come and suddenly you make that all about you when it has nothing to do with you. I think that we do that yeah. a lot where Wait, it's we not make... all about me. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, my whole life is a sham. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and we were even talking before this about like judgment, you know, I was saying like, Oh, yeah. don't judge me. I'm like in my daughter's room today and all this stuff. And, and then don't I judge me, I'm in my disaster office. Right. <laughs> well, and then I was like, I mean, you can, because I know it actually doesn't mean anything about me. Exactly. And I don't know, that's, that's a spot to get to, but I think when you can get to that and you can be able to brush aside judgments, that does help you let your light shine a little bit more. Cause you're like, listen, I'm me and I'm going to show up 
-hmm. and you're you and you can like it, you can hate it, whatever. I'm going to keep showing up there. I, I was, I was speaking to this group of women a couple weeks ago and I thought the best analogy, I was like, oh, so if we all just think about it, that we all have a candle and and some people are like really great and they can decorate their candle and they like, you know, artsy craftsy it and bedazzle it and whatever. And, and some people carve things into it, you know, and whatever. And other people just have like a plain old candle, but when you light it, it's, it's still mm. shining the same. And so just because the outside looks different and how we're shining and the way we're presenting ourselves, but we all still have this beautiful light that we're giving to the world. And do you know? Do you know that in the dark, you can see a candle from 1.6 miles away, one single candle, really? 1.6 miles away in the dark. Like that's, that's a really long way. And that's just to the naked eye that you can see it that far away. And if you think about that, your one single candle can do that. What if we got two and 10 and 30 people together and we're all just being like ourselves unapologetically awesome or even mediocre. Let's just be pretty good. If we're just doing pretty good and just lighting the candle, can you imagine like the light that would come from that, from how many, I mean, you know, just see like, like in a stadium when you've got people in their yeah. cell phones and, and, and just, I mean, there's nothing better than that. Right. No. But, and, and how beautiful that is in the darkness and how one light causes someone else to shine their light and it, someone else lights theirs. And the next thing you know, you've got this stadium full of people who are, who are just shining mm. and who are just, who are just happy. And they're just, they just are. I love that. I love that so much because I was, I'm thinking now I'm visualizing that analogy and thinking of the last time that I was at a concert and that does happen. And you're oh. right. It is one person turns theirs on and suddenly it's like this little ripple effect and I get chills. I have them right now. I get chills every single time because it is, it's like amazing how bright and lit up that gets. And if you're listening, you know this, that I'm a sucker for analogies. So like I'm oh, me too. out on oh. this because I love it so much, yes. but that is, that's so true. And I love what you said about the candles too, about the different ways we decorate them, but really the light is, oh, 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 love it. Love it. Love it all. I had another oh. thought too as we were sitting here talking, bringing it back to the bus stop and back to the kids who are seeing you and back to your own children, I, and their ages of where they're at, they're at such a pivotal point in trying to figure out their place and trying to fit in and trying to figure out who they are. And I think seeing someone who's so unapologetically out there being outrageous, being silly, gives them permission as young kids to do that themselves. And I don't know if you've thought about that. And I'm going to get like, teary. I actually had thought, it, like, because... like, I thought about it for other people, but I've never thought about it with my kids. So I'm just, <laughs> we're fine. It's fine. I mean, mission accomplished. I totally have just made you cry off your makeup and everything, but this random t-shirt sitting here. Well, I think I'm just thinking about our, about our kids. I've got um, I'll have a sixth grader next year. And then he's off to, you know, the big bad junior high oh. and just thinking about the examples that I want him to have. And I think having adults who are secure enough to show up and to 
be so like I that's what I love about it is that it is silly it's not something that most adults do right we're all like buttoned up and like totally ridiculous yeah but I think like the message that's sending to these kids that they're probably not even getting but like hopefully subconsciously it's like getting planted somewhere is that like you get to be you and like it can be as outrageous it can be as quiet too. Like, I think sometimes we think like, if you're not loud, then you're like, we need the people who are introverted and introspective too, because they bring about such amazing thing. But I think it just, it, and people who like math, we need them too. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) I, I was not one of them either. Me either. But I think that that's a powerful, just example that it even very sub on a subconscious level of like that grown up is secure in who they are. And that's really cool. You know, I'm just going to say thanks and just <laughs> compose myself for a minute here. Well, cut for a cry break. <laughs> right. I told you I'm, a, I'm an easy target. Um, can I tell you a story? Yes. So um, this would have been five years ago. Yes. Don't quote me on that. I think it was five years ago. Um, that I was, so I, depression is, uh, I've dealt with depression for a long, long time. And, um, it, I guess it would have started about six years ago. And I started kind of to work on my health and being like, like what's going on. I had a hysterectomy and my, my hormones went crazy. My depression got worse my food allergies. I mean, it's like, my body was just in disarray. And so I'd been working for like, you know, about nine, 10 months on, on trying to like heal my gut and figure out what's going on. And then, and then, um, there was a point in, December of this year, this one year that I, I just felt like I was at rock bottom and, and I just, I remember praying so hard and, and I, I visualize everything. And, and I remember, I remember thinking my world felt like I was at the bottom of the ocean and I'm holding on to this rope, this giant, you know, giant rope, barely could hold around it. And there's a knot at the bottom and, and I'm standing there on the bottom. It's the one point I'm just even sitting on this, on the bottom of this, this knot on the bottom of the rope. And and all that's left is this rock underneath me. And that's, that's how my life felt. And, and I remember thinking this one day, you know, you, you think these things like the world would be better off without me. My kids would be better with a different mom and these horrible things that just aren't so they're just not true. And, but I, I actually believed these things and just felt like my kids. Well, one thing that, that was true is that my kids did deserve a mom who was happy but it didn't mean that they didn't deserve me. They mm-hmm. just deserved a mom who was happy and I deserved to be happy. And so I remember this Monday I prayed and I, and I had this friend she's like, I will pray with you. And, and we prayed together, we prayed separately. And I just prayed to God and begged him to please, if you will just get me out of this darkness and this pit that I'm in, if you'll just pull me out of this so I can stand up. I promised that I would do whatever I could to spread his light for the rest of my life. And, and a few days later, um, a friend helped me like, you know, with like helping to heal my body and, and changing some habits so that I could, um, you know, help to heal my body. A lot of our depression has to do with in our gut or actually almost all of it has to do with our gut and, and what we're eating and the gut microbiome. And so I started learning about this and, and, and I was able to change, to change things. And then all of a sudden within like a few weeks, 
I was a completely different person. And my kids would come home and they're like, mom, like, they're like, it's just so good to see you smile. And, and it felt good. Like I was just happy. And in ways that I hadn't been in years. And I was like, what, what, what is this? And it was through no fault of my own. It was just, I was doing my best and my best didn't understand what I know now. And so it was um, about eight, nine months. I guess it would have been like nine months after that is when I did that very first bus stop. Mm. And the funny thing is that day I did it, I was like, oh, this unicorn head is like 20 bucks. Like I didn't have 20 bucks. And, and I just thought, it's making her smile. And for whatever reason, I felt possessed. I bought the thing. And then everything that's happened has come from that one choice. And I just, I, I didn't know why I was like, well, let's just buy it. Like it made no sense, Yeah. but I did it anyway. And then, and so much goodness has come from it and joy. I just want, I just want people to just have and be joy. I want them to just know that life is life. That's what life is for. We're not meant here to just struggle. Like, yes, we, we have to have struggle that, you know, we build muscles by tearing them apart. And so it's okay to have struggle. No, nobody has a life without it. If you do, then you're a win. Like you don't build those strong muscles. And so our hardships make us who we are, but there's always a light at the end of that tunnel. And, and life hasn't been sunshine and rainbows ever since that, you know, it's been hard. There's been a lot of hard things and, and things that, you know, they could have broken me at any time, but, but I, I came out once. And then I've, you know, I've come out again and again and again. And I, and I just feel like, like what I do now is my promise to just spread God's light and God's love every single day. And to just let, let others know that they have that same thing within them. And so if you're, if you're listening to this and you, you feel like, like if you relate to any of this, just know that, that there are so many people who love you. And even though you may not be shining on a stage that what you do makes such a difference. It makes such a big difference. And, and there are people who, there are people who need you. And, and it's a lot more people than, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that you shared this story because listening to it, sometimes it's easy to see people when they're shining. Right. Mm -hmm. And be like, oh, well, yeah, she's this like bubbly person who loves to be in front of people who loves to be on stage. Like, of course, this is her thing. And I always find it in, I love peeling back the layers and finding mm -hmm. not people's trauma. Like I'm not like sadistic or anything, <laughs> but like, I love peeling it back and being like, but where is this coming from? Because when you feel that like desire so deep, I, I, no, it's from some sort of pain, just in the conversations that I've been able to have since starting this show and, and all the different people that I've been able to talk to, there's always a personal element to that. And so I love that you shared that because I think sometimes it's easy when we're feeling in pain to look at the people who are shining brightly and being like, well, yeah, it's easy for them and being like, okay, but they did climb out from somewhere. Like mm -hmm. all of us have had stuff, like you said, like we do have struggle, but I also like that you, there is action and there is choice and you made a choice to buy a unicorn head one day. And sometimes we make choices where we take a step and we're like, I don't know where the step is. And I might fall in the water. I might fall off a cliff. And then a step appears. Right. And, and it, it makes no just, sense. And it makes no sense. Right. And, right. and I think we just have to be willing to make the choice to say, okay, I don't want to stay in this darkness and mm -hmm. I'm going to take a step and like 
please let there be something that I'm going to land my foot on, you know? And you so think thank about, you. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Like when, when you're saying that, I think of like Indiana Jones. Yeah. 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 He walks out on the ledge. Exactly. It's just like, he can't see that there's a ledge, but it's there. Mm-hmm. So just like take that leap of faith. And, you know, I mean, he thought he was going to fall, but he had to do this to, to save his dad. And, but really who was he saving? I yeah. mean, I feel like he just saved himself. Well, Emily, I've, oh my gosh, this conversation was so much more than I was even expecting it to be. And I'm so grateful that you showed up in vulnerability and like wanting to just talk and have a really good conversation. This was so life-giving for me. And I hope those of you listening that you pull, I mean, I don't even have to hope. I know this has touched you and you've pulled something from this, whatever it is, that's going to help you move on with your day. I just want to tell you, thank you so much for creating this space that, that I could, I could be vulnerable and that, that I could have my story told. Like it just, it just means a lot to me and, and makes me feel so valued. Oh my gosh. Thank you. No, that means a lot because, you know, just with anything that we do, we wonder, like we've talked about this whole episode, if it's making Mm -hmm. a difference. And that's what one of my, um, like mission statements and core values that I have for this is helping people feel seen, heard and valued. And you said that today feeling seen and that's with my guests that's with my listeners and so it it has been quite a joy to bring on people and get them to share their stories I feel honored to be able to be a vessel for that um but for those who are like okay I need more bus stop mama in my life I need to see these shenanigans I need to see what she's up to where are you most active and where can they find you I'm most active on Instagram and it's under bus stop mama and mama is M-A-M-A. Okay. Awesome. And I will link her there. I will also link to a couple of my favorite posts with some of the outfits that she shared that were her favorites. So you guys can go check out all of those, but Emily, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It seriously means the world. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.